I invite you to stand as you are able as we come to God's word and we stand to honor God. And if you've been connected with the Living Waters at all, you know we preach in sermon series. And last week we began a brand new one that's focusing on the book of James. Now James was the brother of Jesus. And if you can imagine it, he grew up with Jesus and scriptures tell us that his family, his siblings, didn't know what to do with Jesus really. But James must have been so transformed by what he experienced. He saw and, and heard of his brother dying on the cross. And then on that third day coming back, it must have just changed everything for him because James became one of the biggest leaders of the early church. And so he, he wrote a letter. And last week, we were focusing on not just hearing God's word, God's truth and his promise, but actually being doers of the word. And now this week, James is, is bringing something out to us, and maybe you've already read it, but he's, he's telling you of something that every single person faces, is facing, and will face in their lives. And uh, it's been since the very beginning of time. It's a little wor word that starts with T and ends with temptation. Temptation. And so I want you to hear what he has to say about this, because I think it's a powerful one for us. So this is what he said. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Such a one has stood the test and will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. No one when tempted should say, well, I'm being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desire. Being lured and enticed by it, then when that sin has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And that sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So temptation, it, the, the title of my message tonight is When Temptation Comes. You notice I didn't say if temptation comes. No, when. When it comes, because it will, and it does, and I'm sure it has in your lives. See, at the very beginning, you know the story probably, but if you haven't grown up in the church, we are told of those very first people that God made, Adam and Eve, and they are in paradise, and they're just prancing around the garden, right? Loving life until what? Until they break the one rule. They're tempted. Now, it's a fruit, and what we're told is it's a fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And some say it's an apple, and it could be. All we know is it's a fruit from the tree. And both of them eat it, and now things will never be the same. Now, the temptation came. They could have resisted it, but they chose to both bite that apple. And here's the crazy thing. It was a small thing, right? Just a bite. And the serpent, the snake, uh, the devil has tempted them and says something. He, he kind of twists it a little bit. He says, well, what were you told about this if you eat? And they say, well, we're told we'll die by God. He says, oh, you won't die. You'll know the difference between good and evil. You'll be like God. So as we begin this time, I want you to think about to be like God means 
to know the difference between good and evil. And so they do. And what was a small action actually does, it leads to them being ousted from the garden and leads to their death ultimately. But temptation is here. It it reminds me, uh, about 17 years ago, I've been on a few mission trips, but one of the most life-giving ones I've ever been a part of was to a country called Guatemala. And it is beautiful. The landscape is just like Fargo, flat, dry. Okay, it's not at all. Um, it's actually picturesque, beautiful, luscious. I mean, and, and the most incredible, like, mountains and uh, lakes that are just, just pure and, and just, just beautiful. And in that, I, I know the, the countryside was beautiful, but as I spent a few weeks there, I started to realize the people were even more beautiful. And they were people that didn't have very much at all. But their faith was tremendous. And I was astounded by how thankful they were for so much. In fact, they would live, many people like in, a, in a, it's just this, this front area, you'd have seven people living in a space with no bathroom. And what they couldn't stop doing whenever they talked to us, they'd be saying, gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God for that. Humbling. Well, we, we got time with them, and we started to learn about what, what God was doing for these amazing people. And one of the things, it was a town called San Lucas Toliman, just a small village of probably about 17,000 people right on a lake. And... Uh, So there's a lot of people, but they have something even more than people there, something even more than faith, something even more than gratitude. They have lots and lots of cats and dogs, more than than people, and a lot of them are mangy and disgusting and gross. You know, you're like, oh, here comes a, uh. But then there are other ones that are just insanely cute and amazing. But they warned us. They said, um, when a cat or dog comes up, don't touch them. I mean, they're, some of them are kind of tame, but most of them are pretty wild, and you, you just want to watch yourself. We're like, okay, thanks. And so we were hanging out one time, and a person was, was sharing about life and things, and I was in the back of the group. There were probably about 20 of us. And as we were sitting there, it's, it's a warm day, and all at once, this cute little kitten comes up. And this cute little kitten just kind of sidles up to me and starts just rubbing on my leg. And I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Stop it with your cuteness. And I'm trying to listen, but the kid, he's so amazing. And I looked down, and I kid you not, it looked up, and here is a picture of it. I think this is what, look good. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it was. And so, you know, I'm in the back of the group. No big deal, right? So I'm just like, okay. And I petted it, and it, it like, I'm like, oh, I'm just petting it a little bit and smiling at it. It's looking up at me with the cute eyes. And then all at once, it jumped up on my lap. And I'm like, ah, yeah, no big deal. So I'm just petting the kitty, and they're going on with the lecture. And I kid you not, all at once, the, the cat made a noise. And I looked down, and it, 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 look at that cute. All at once, yeah, this is what was facing. And all of a sudden, it was, and it raced up my chest. It came up on my head, and I had hair at the time, and it was, it was like scrambling and clawing and rowing, and I was freaking out. I'm not supposed to be touching this thing. And now everyone's looking, and so I, did not, I, I didn't know what to do, and it was hurting. So I did the only thing I could. I, I 
literally, I literally chopped it. <laughs> and and uh, I'm not proud of myself for this, but, it, but I did. And, I, and it, goes, it goes fast towards the speaker. <laughs> and uh, literally the guide looks at, <laughs> stops the talk and looks at me and said, that's why I told you not to touch the kitties. <laughs> It started small, right? This cute little cat. And I knew what I shouldn't do. And then it changed this big disruption. And, and I'll tell you what it really, <laughs> what really happened, though. That thing clawed me right here and here, not here so much, or here so much, right here. So I had claw marks, and it kind of got a little infected, too. So I was, I was kind of miserable the rest of the time because of one little action. Now, James is talking to some people that they're, they're looking at what maybe you do, right? Things in our lives. Sometimes you just do that one thing. It seems innocent and good. No one's going to know until something escalates and changes. Now, I don't know about you, but Adam and Eve, I'm like, apples? That's the temptation, an apple? I got to tell you, whenever I go to the all-you-can-eat buffets, I never go up and I'm like, I come up to the fruit and there's apple slices. I'm like, oh man, temptation. Give me those apples. No way, I'm going to the bacon. I'm going to the cheesecake. I'm going to the stuff that really is not good for you. But whatever, for them it was apples. Cool. For you, it might not be apples or cheesecake or bacon. But I'm guessing that something in your life either right now or in your past or definitely in your future, will tempt you. And what James is reminding us that, he's reminding a couple things that I think are so practical and so life-giving. He talks about where this comes from. Because, you know, when we're tempted by something, it's awfully easy to say, well, it's not my fault. It's not me. You know, like Eve right away, um, you know, she has Adam bite the apple, and then God confronts them, and Adam says, it was her fault. It's awfully easy to say it's someone else's fault. And James's readers, his listeners, they're no exception. So let's look at that scripture and let's see some of the practical things up here. So he says, blessed, blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Because remember, it's not if temptation comes, it's when it comes. So he's saying, blessed are you when you endure temptation because God doesn't have like a kitty that's going to claw your head. No, God is going to give you actually, if you stand that test, will receive on your, on your head, a crown of life. But here are the, here's the thing. I almost think like the people who James is talking with, they must be saying, well, we're being tempted. There's these things going on or these things that we really want to do. And um, yeah, we've, we've, we've pet the kitty a little bit, but, but it's going to be okay. It's not my fault. It, it, I, think, I think either, well, you've seen the picture, right? Of either the devil on one shoulder or the little angel or God on the other. And one's whispering you the, the bad things, the other's whispering the good things. It's awfully easy to say, well, well, the, it, it, the devil made me do it, for example. You know, it wasn't my fault, it, it, was, just, it was just the devil. And I've seen those, um, not today, Satan, you know, have you seen those? Um, my wife and I love that. But he reminds us that, guess what? One is tempted by one's own desire. So first of all, to pause, it's in us even from the time of Adam and Eve on to right now. That it's in us that, no, it's not the devil. It's our own desires. So maybe instead of not today, Satan, we should say not today, Dan. <laughs> not today, myself. 
because we all have those things. We're lured and enticed by it. Now, here's what he says, though. It grows. Do you remember? Little kitty looking so cute. I just, I just pet it a little bit. But all at once it was in my lap. And, and now it was much more personal. It, it, it changed a little bit. And then all at once it came into a situation that was embarrassing and, and frankly dumb. And, and it hurt me. It grew. He says, this is what happens. It's our desires. He says, and, and it starts to grow. So when that desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin. So now it, it was just a desire. Now it's a sin. It's, it's actually blocked you from God's promises and God's love and God's hope for you. And now it's bigger. And now when it's fully grown, it'll be just like what happened to Adam and Eve, that they were kicked out of the garden and it meant their death. Um, desire, temptation can lead to sin and it can grow to the point that it actually keeps us away from the gifts that God has in store for us and even, yes, can lead to our death. So now what? Because he's saying, don't be deceived, my beloved. Now what? Well, remember, hear that image of the devil made me do it. No, no, it's us. But he also says, also don't say I'm being tempted by God. So what's God doing in the middle of this? Well, I actually have footage like of what God's doing while I'm being tempted by something. I want you to see this, actually. Hint, God is the mouse. What does that mean? This means that God is not the one putting things in your way and saying, hey, I just want to test you. I just want to see if you're actually going to fall for this, and then I'll give you my love. Or I'll see if you can get through that, and then after the consequences, then I'll pick you up and carry you. No, God's just like Gus from the, from the movie Cinderella, that little mouse, and he's doing everything he can to stop us, to slow us down, to distract us, to move us away from the temptations, because God is not ready to punish you. God is not laying them in front of you and saying, now, now, now I get to love you. No, God, in the middle of our temptations, is saying, I'm with you. I love you. And so tonight, what can we do? Here's what you can do. When temptation comes, it may be a small thing or a big thing. When you see it and you know this is not what God wants for you, I want you to take a lesson from Pastor Dan. Chuck that thing off as fast as you can. Remove it from the equation. God is right there with you, so just throw it. And it's going to, and it might give consequences, and it might be challenging. It might be a hard thing for you to do. But the Holy Spirit is there to fill you and to guide you and to lead you. And lastly, to forgive you because we will fail those desires are still there but God's desire is greater than anything and everything we face and that's why he took the cross for all of us amen let's pray God thank you so much for the ways you lead us from things that that stop us from experiencing your love and your joy and your purpose. So when temptations come, God, not if, but when, remind us that you're not testing us. Remind us that you are with us. 
for your guiding and loving us. Pick us up when we fail and help us just to throw those things off, to look for the way that you have in store for us and to make sometimes hard decisions, but the right ones. And as you lead us, God, help us to help others find that path too, to make it a beautiful gift for you and for the world. And all God's people said,